I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking to Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can provide you with the information you need to succeed and persist. Back where episode 49 got Ben in the house as always. 49, bro. 49, man. I'm messing this up. We're going to have to automate this some way. We're going to have to have like a button that like, welcome to episode 49. (laughs) Right. 50. Uh, We're just going to keep tacking them on. I'll tell you this like a month ago or whenever it was, like, we're going to get to the point of episodes where they're going to be unreadable. Like, 450, 790, It's It's one of those things. So... Uh, enjoy the glorious time you have left with Jose either butchering the episode or just saying it in the episode. Um, I also thought about automating the intro, but that's a different uh, conversation for a different day. Yeah, man. So how's everything, man? Things are good, bro. Coming off a little cold? A lot happening. Coming off a little cold. Back here for y'all. You see this guy? This guy show up to work. This guy doesn't skip Listen, a week. Man, mamba mentality. Hey, ma- Ooh. Ooh. Mamba mentality. I love that. I, feel, uh, I don't know. Like People have like you know business leaders in mind, and like I, I feel like I have Kobe there, bro. You, like I like when you I feel think like of, Kobe. No, no, like <laughs> I, I, I feel like 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 Kobe was like a coach to me or something like, okay. from afar. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, a mentor. Yeah, when I think about like work ethic, like this dude would get three workouts in by like twelve noon. Yeah, yeah. No, like, you fam, ferocious. You and you got to make sacrifices, and you yeah. got to be fierce. Yeah, I. It, there's a long argument that, you know, proof of stake versus proof of work where, yeah. like, I guess society doesn't feel the same way as you and they kind of restrict that. Um, I get it, man. I'm, I'm a hippie. I say that all the time. Life balance, right? Like, to yeah. me, it's like, you know, a high time preference is good and being like that drill sergeant and, and all that is good. But damn it, if you don't get to enjoy it, for what? Yeah, for yeah, what? So it, it's thanks. tough. This is the psychological podcast. <laughs> this is the Bitcoin podcast. Uh, but yeah, interesting. So I got a bunch of topics here we're going <clears> to <throat> run through. Uh, since Ben decided to give y'all no days off and show up with the mama mentality, now, now I can't be sick. You see that? Now when this, I'm sick, this, I, I... This is a flu game, man. Yeah, I can't call in now. Uh, all right, so we got MoneyGram on a Bitcoin standard to lead off the things here. So the article is here is that the remittance giant MoneyGram has announced a, street, a strategic investment in Bitcoin ATM providers. And Ben has to say... Uh, I mean, they saw the fork in the road and they didn't want to become Blockbuster. So, yeah. listen, you got to adapt or you won't exist anymore. ATM being the go-to, though. I thought it would be like the faster transfers, right? Like, forget an ATM. This should be investing in like, how Mobile can I lightning? Wallet? Yeah, like how can I lightning through the MoneyGram app? Mm-hmm. Man, we just be giving these guys ideas and IPs for free. Yeah, you know, so someone could become a consult to them and that's what they would say. Yeah. And they would get paid six figures for that advice. Right. But I, I think the difficulty is, is how do you get into that room? To be able to drop Fine. that bullshit knowledge, <laughs> headhunt whoever's on LinkedIn mm. and just have that conversation. I've been, I've always been terrible at that. Dude. See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out MoneyGrams. That's that mama mentality. That. No, I mean, yeah. listen, I leave you alone. If you're falling on your face <laughs> and I'm watching you fall on your face, I'm not gonna save you for six figures. I'm gonna watch you fall on your face and try to innovate somewhere else. I guess that's just me, my loss. <laughs> yeah, you're right though. This dude's making mad money just to go in the room and say, <laughs> change that. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, oh, yeah, we're going to do that. Here's six figures. Uh, it says the remittance giant uh, acquired a 4% stake in CoinMe uh, to support Bitcoin exchange's growth plans. Uh, and there's an article here to cover the news. I always have them in the show notes, guys, so check them out. Um, yeah, I thought it would be... I'm waiting for like the remittance giants, as they're, they're known, um, to just introduce the faster, cheaper... Right, like mm-hmm. processing speed. Hey, just they could open their own Lightning channel. Yeah, I'm not impressed by the ATM acquisition. That just kind of tells me you like not bullish on it, but you kind of want like a backdoor contribution into Bitcoin. Um, yeah, it, this was an older article that I saw. It was actually Jan 5th, so it was last week. But it, it was just to like you know one of those reminders that the world continues to turn, blocks continue to turn out, and people, whether they like it or not, sooner or later, just have to jump on board. Like you said, the, uh, who was it? Um... What's his name? He posted an article uh, with commentary from Fidelity. I don't, it wasn't the guy Swan. It was, uh, man, I can't remember who posted it. Yeah. But um, I don't know if it was Gigi. No. Um, but he basically, Fidelity is saying like countries, nation states are taking Bitcoin on. And 
as a security, even if you don't like Bitcoin, you need to take a position. Because if every country takes a position in Bitcoin, it's like you have to have exposure, even yeah. if you're not bullish on it. And Is that defense? I mean... That's like not understanding it, but still holding a point, like that kind of thing? Yeah, Because like, bullish would be offense. Yeah, so, bullish is offense. Yeah, this is like they're they're being forced to. Yeah. Just yeah. to like... To exist. Yeah, man. Yeah, because, um, you know, we're going to talk about them right? Because Strike of the Worlds and yeah. the Cash Apps of the World coming for their cookies, man. I yeah, mean, bro. What What's the point of remittance payments? You know, and Jack Maulers has been on this forever, right? Like, mm-hmm. remittance payments is bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. what are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. Why does it cost me so much money to move fake currency? Uh, fiat is fake currency. It, it's It's literally just... A figment of the government's imagination. Um, but yeah, this is this was an interesting story. I don't really got much for it. I haven't tried an ATM. You gave us your adventure with an ATM yeah. last week. Um, maybe one day. I don't have fiat. I don't have anything to give the ATM. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or even like, all right, if you traveled somewhere and, and maybe they didn't take lightning and you needed dollars, you could just to lightning. To, that's true. You know yeah. what I mean? And get it the other way. Yeah, that's that's probably another thing. A lot of these use cases is like well travelers, like you just yeah. gave a good example. But I don't well travel, so you're right. I probably would never need this. I never really have any fiat, and I'm gonna be like really like this is a little bit like over the top. But we want to talk about like surveillance, right? So like, okay, you may have some type of anonymous behavior going on with the ATM because it's KYC free to a certain extent or whatever it may be. Fam, there's a camera in the freaking gas station that you're sitting That's at. cool, bro. I'm wearing a Scully. I got two masks on. Are you walking in there like Dirt GG? Shout out to Dirt GG with his anonymous behavior. But hey, if you could be Anon. Walking in there with a Satoshi mask. I guess that's right? the only benefit of COVID, right? I could be Anon and just walk around with a mask. So yeah. I guess. But like, if you really want to go deep down rabbit holes, it really KYC free when like, let's say the Fed or whatever adjective or whatever noun, I should say, you want to mm-hmm. put there is... Basically, gonna like surveillance you, like fam, like you walking into the like they're gonna watch everybody walk up to this Bitcoin ATM. Like it's right. pretty dead obvious. It's a uh, uh, literally a sitting duck for Fed picking. Uh, so like I don't know. Anyways, uh, super, uh, you know the world is turning. Those companies are gonna have to come along. I expect Visa to do the same thing, even though they try to front like most of their best Visa products are not already Bitcoin enabled. They're gonna try to make it seem like. They're going to keep pushing and they keep doing good things. Um, damn, I, I don't think we can go episode to episode without um, getting into either one of the Jacks, really. But yeah, it's Dorsey, man. This should be like the Jack Dorsey podcast, unfortunately. And, you know, you know how I am with heroes and shit. So mm-hmm. it's like I've been on record. I'm a big Jack Dorsey fan. understand. But I didn't want him to be like a weekly topic. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just didn't want him to be one. But he's at it again for multiple reasons. Both Jacks are at it again for multiple reasons. Uh, so Dorsey's talking about mining now, right? So he went from the... the, the no, coal- not just mining, like creating their own mining kit. Yeah, yeah. So you want to get more to the listeners about it? Yeah, I mean, that's him and a partner. They've been talking about that, and it sounds like they're ready to go. Yeah. Um, does that mean hardware is cheaper? Does that mean it runs off less power, you know, more for the home miner? Or, or are they making, like, commercial-grade miners? Yeah. You know, versus, like, the bit mains that we see now. Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But uh, I'm, I think it's a good thing. Competition's always good. Fantastic. So I I think, you know, and and this is an easy example just because they've been proving it to us over and over again. Um, Square, block, whatever it is, have had a good pulse on, you know, lowering the barrier of entry to a lot of people to do a lot of things. So, yeah, man, you get a company like this, right? And then you correlate that with news that Samsung, you know, in Texas is opening up a microchip plant, right? Like, I think it's not being talked about, but I think the U.S. is, and this is optimistic because obviously if you believe everything's going to destruction, that you wouldn't agree with me, but like I think the U.S. is ready to take a really big bullish return back on tech, mm-hmm. on being able to make phones here. Um, which you know I wanted to sprinkle this fun fact because I always bring it up, and fans of this would know this. You know when Google acquired Motorola, they were making phones out of Texas. The Moto X, the original Moto X, you were able to customize it and change it however you want. And the selling point of that phone was is that it was made and manufactured in the USA. That was one of the better Android experiences I've ever had in my life, right? So that's just, now let's fast forward back to what's happening. You have Dorsey coming out saying, hey, I'm going to make some machines, right? So so some silicon that can do mining, right? Now we start to see them smaller, right? Now we start to see like Mac mini size miners, right? Like S19s and S whatever, smallers, right? And then you get bigger wallets, bigger wheels, bigger investments into the infrastructure and the, the building of these things. So now you can walk into a Walmart and buy one of these things, right? right? And then you plug it in. And then Dorsey, whatever every single move he's done has been all about decentralization. Let's bring it back. So now you have a decentralized pool where you can connect these miners to, right? And now you're getting full payout. And you see this like 
oh man, like this is gonna sound super Dorsey fanboyish, but you see this like we talk about it with what's about to happen with title and streaming and an artist and the position. Let's just say that the position that he has put himself in to like carry this for the next five or six years and maybe not be the only one, but at least give a nice example to like the up and coming developers to look at. This is going to be some fascinating shit to watch. Um, yeah, man, I, I've said it before. It's yeah. we're watching New York City being built upward vertically yeah. in, in steel. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a new industry, and yeah, it's it's unfolding, man. It's a, it's a pleasure to see. It. It's going to be fantastic to see it as somebody has you know like yourself who has experienced mining. I'm very excited to see that decentralized hardware wallet. I'm I'm very because he keeps following up, doing the good things, doing the right thing. Um, uh, Cash App just allowed Lightning invoices. I haven't yeah. had that yet. Um, yeah. but damn, but damn, like I'm already I did it during the holiday, sending Bitcoin direct to people. I don't need to worry about wallet acquisition and like, mm. you know, like the the problem that we talked about maybe a year ago, where we were like, ah, most people don't want to send long complex addresses. Yeah. You, you still got to worry about. What if you could use my Cash App name? Done. Listen, Big problem. we're we're Solid. just saying, and then he was in the position to do this, continues to be in the position, and continues to innovate in the space. Uh, I'm super excited. I, I think Cash App, uh, Lightning on Cash App, I think Devour Strike. I think it does. And, and the irony here, uh, I don't think it will because, like, there's, like, pure, you know, Jack Maulers fans and, like, pure, like, Zap Wallet guys that have been using that mm-hmm. product for a long time. And there's always, like, the 5% with Pay With Moon. Like, there's always, like, yeah. these small perks or whatever. But, like... I don't need to use that app whatsoever if I could just use it through my cash app. Mm-hmm. And the ironic part is that the guy who started this whole thing was Maulers by saying, like, yeah, we're gonna like we're Coinbase, we're gonna compete to the ground. There's a difference between manipulating the purchase price so it seems like I'm buying it at a cheaper price mm-hmm. and actually building something that does what it's claimed to do as decentralized hardware wallets, as a lightning capable cash app. Like, yeah. Marketing is a huge thing here, man. Like, I don't want to like. I listen in the in, in the circles that I plan to venture in. Let's be let's be honest here. Talk or just be real. I may bump into a Jack Maulers one day. I respect mm-hmm. the individual. I respect yeah. the man. I respect you know like what you were able to do. Orange pulling a country. We're about to talk about it soon. Orange pulling a second country. If you think about it, mm-hmm. and what you've done for the space. How you go on these like CNNs. And, and, and these like free out what I call uh, uh, platforms and actually like vouch for us and speak about us and dress like us and listen forever go down this one thing but I gotta call bullshit when I see bullshit mm-hmm. that's my thing I think he's a success I've said this on this podcast before I think he's an extreme marketer like a very like you know there's a rare breed like the Kanye West of the world mm-hmm. that can get a garbage bag and sell it for 500 bucks mm-hmm. I think Maulers is one of those dudes in the right space right because he's actually building shit too um, but it once again, like you told us that you were, you know, your innovation was kind of a smoke and mirrors thing. Not and not lightning innovation. That we agree, turning fiat into lightning, that's how El Salvador was able to get orange pill. That's there probably wouldn't be a lightning cash app without that. Got it. Um, but the like the punches you kept throwing at other companies and saying, like, hey, you know, they're charging you two point five percent. You and I have talked about this before. Why can't I see what I actually purchased this for? So like, yeah, if I'm paying a slightly harder margin. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. You're gonna yeah. cook it into the price. I get yeah. it. Like, I mean, that's that's market. That's what Robinhood does with stocks. And like, at, when, yeah. you, when you buy uh, stocks on apps, it's, it's yeah. the same deal. You know what I mean? Like, oh, there's no there's no stock fee. There's no uh, trading fees, and they just bake it into the price. That's marketing. You would agree? Yeah, it's marketing. Yeah. So it's, it's the same it's thing in, in, in the Bitcoin industry. Um, yeah, I give them always benefit of the doubt. I want to see them continue to push and innovate. Um, yeah, you know, it's either that or Cash App's really gonna eat your lunch. You know? Yeah, or make them better. <clears throat> or make them better. I still use Strike to this day. That's yeah. still one of my go-to apps, Same. especially to pay bills. I, I enjoy it. I think it gets better, so they're yeah. working actively on it. And I champion Strike. I think there's space for Cash App and Strike. Agreed. But, like, once again, I can buy Bitcoin over there, too. I can yeah. send to cold storage over there, too. I can now turn Lightning to Fiat, too. I can send without addresses, too. I could, You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, we're starting to, like, ramp up this thing where it's yeah. like, they may be later, but they're doing the Apple thing where they wait, they make it dope, and then they just release it fully freshly baked. I haven't got the lightning experience on Cash App yet. I really look forward to it um, because things are going to change. Let's mm-hmm. not add the fact there that infrastructure-wise, Strike doesn't have the small business owners like Block does. So now you go to the kiosk and you open up lightning invoices for small business owners. I don't know what Strike has up its sleeve, 
you're starting to run out of like tail there, like when it comes to like that innovation sense. So I love my 5% pay with Moon, but like now I could run a small business, get paid in Lightning, within Cash App, transferring Cash App. I saw the other day they gave me the option to like do my taxes through Cash App. Like they're finally bringing finance to one location and not numerous locations. Hopefully to spark the ass of everybody else though. Like, yeah. I don't want Cash App to be the only one to exist. Right. Ahead of it. Um, if we want to talk about Strike, Argentina. Yeah, Argentina. Fantastic um, news. Let's not take that away. Yeah, I wish it had up. like an audience clapping. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, man, we need to get this, man. Yeah. Uh, but shout out to, to to Strike rolling out in Argentina. Go ahead, Ben. Hit him with that. Yeah, so uh, they're rolling out in Argentina just the same way they did in El Salvador. And I would assume if that r- test run goes well, we'll see. You well know, said. Legal tender uh, in Argentina. Um, and, you know, the next conversation is now countries have to start acquiring Bitcoin even if they don't like believe in it. You know what I mean? Because other countries are starting to do the same thing. And yeah. So, you know. It's game theory, right? Game theory, bro. Yeah, playing out in real time. I love it. Uh, I, I think it's fantastic. I, I think, the like you said, the, the betas played out well. Um, El Salvador's thriving, um, at least from what we can see on the outside. Uh, I haven't personally gone. Um, but, yeah, Argentina, uh, Brazil taking like a mil, right? Something like that. Like in yeah, a, so a, a certain reserve. I don't know the exact number. but So South America is going laser eyes. It's kind of slowly but surely is kind of what's happening here. Uh, yeah, so if you want to go back to like the innovation strike brought in, yeah, it's this like game theory activation of orange pilling a country and then watching it flourish, giving the technology for them to do it. Even though I know a lot of El Salvadorians don't use strike at all, like mm-hmm. it's not that. But being able to do that, being able to announce it to Americans, which I would think brought a lot of investment to El Salvador because I know a lot of big dogs are down there doing things and all that. Mm-hmm. So like just that whole connection and now bringing that to Argentina and now yeah. bringing that to other places in the world. I think maybe that strikes focus. Is international, you know what I mean? Cash App is the, obviously the, the European people will argue with that on that. They've been waiting for strike since the beginning of time, but yeah, maybe that is their strategy. Yeah. They're good at it. Yeah, I mean, because they started with El Salvador, um, now Argentina. Like, what country next? You know what I mean? Yeah. While you know, Cash App already has you know they're in the hands of you know everyday people and then businesses with their other ventures. But like, are they international? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they are. I don't think they are either. Yeah, uh, so but I don't know too much. Maybe it's just different markets in terms of like focus on where they're going as a company. But yeah, they'll need to innovate, man. Yeah, and, and once again, they could kind of just follow the trend. Um, like I'm assuming in the title example, like you know, this is this is the the the, the thing that Mahler's reminds us of, is the railways is setting up the railways. Meaning that like even in the title example, all right, well, title gives you the option to use your strike wallet. Your mm-hmm. Mun wallet, not necessarily your Cash App wallet. And you're still yeah. using Strike. It's still right. a very effective service. Um, you're just using the railways of Lightning and Bitcoin. So um, I don't think they're going to go extinct. I think Maulers is too big of a, a of an entity in Bitcoin itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is not like, I know it always sounds like I'm trying to downroot them. But like, if you come out and say things like, hey, we're competing to the ground and we're, we, whatever, whoever gets there first and all this. Okay. Well, there's people quietly working and they may bring it to you. So yeah. I, I I don't know. Um, this is kind of disappointing. I don't know much <clears> about this. This was this morning, but it's related to Argentina. And what I feel is back to the marketing route. If it's not fully baked, why do the Steve Jobs? Why go out there and announce it and then force the team to figure it out in the background? So this is from Coindesk. Um, three days after announcing that it was launching services in Argentina, the Lightning Network powered app is only supporting Tether's USDT stablecoin in the country. Um, this link that it has here, which I'm going to click into, actually says Strike app won't support Bitcoin in Argentina. Let's check this out real quick, man. Because I'm curious. I didn't really get to dig into it this morning. Mm. But, like, if you're announcing what's going on in El Salvador is now going on to Argentina and Orange Pilling and all that, but it's not actually functionally live yet, like you can't for whatever reason, I don't think you should be announcing those things. Let me read this real quick. The company trumpled the expansion into Argentina this week, but the Lightning Network Power that is only supporting Tether stablecoin in the country. Is that good for them or not? Three days after announcing Power Strike app, Tether's USD stable, Argentina users have complained the app will not allow them to buy, sell, or hold Bitcoin as Strike users in other countries can. This is why we love Strike. Why? Listen, would you use Strike if you can't buy, hold, and sell Bitcoin? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, that's straight. All right, let's keep going here. The company made no mention of supporting only Tether at the times of its Tuesday launch announcement. Back to Steve Jobs. I think he's done that a gazillion times. I think many people do that. That just means the product is not ready and 
you got to cater to the media. That's interesting. And the tweet strike trumpeted the move into Argentina with CEO and founder Jack Maulers promising a superior financial experience, adding that strike would use the world's open monetary network, Bitcoin, to give hope to the people of Argentina. We've heard this one before. Fascinating stuff. I think so, because you and I both agree. Bitcoin is freedom. Strike's push into Argentina is part of a wider initiative to expand to Latin America. The company said uh, in its announcement that users would be able to make remittance payments, receive Bitcoin tips on Twitter, and use Strike's peer-to-peer transaction services. Strike did not respond to Coindesk's request for information about the use of Tether, uh, USDT, on its platform in Argentina. At the time of publication, the company had no address, complaints, Twitter account, or website. One Argentinian user, Nicolas, or Nicolas, uh, told Coindesk the app can receive Bitcoin payments, but immediately converts the cryptocurrency to USDT. <laughs> he said... <laughs> That's like Venmo, bro. <laughs> he said the strike wallet only holds USDT. Another strike user in Argentina, Adam... <laughs> not like when they call people out. <laughs> like verbatim. Adam tweeted the app was a disappointment describing the app as a custodial wallet that works only with Tether under Ethereum's ERC-20 standard. Adam wrote that the app has an on and off ramp that allows users to connect to the cryptocurrency, such as sending USDT and then receiving Bitcoin via Lightning Network. I don't know that, okay. Nicholas said that he was able to send funds from his Strike wallet to an exchange in Argentina after which he received Bitcoin. Does that mean that he had to go outside of strike to get the Bitcoin? That's yeah. What, okay. Just trying to circle it. Responding to Nicholas, Luis David Esparaga, a journalist for Spanish language media, Baban, said that strike sends Tether, not Bitcoin, to Bittrex, uh, a crypto exchange. Damn. For, I've read the word crypto in this article way too many times <clears throat> for it to be a strike article. I'm just yeah. going to say that. Um, a crypto exchange that holds and transfers strikes funds. And they have like the Twitter points here of like people who had talking about this back and forth. I think that's the end of that article. How do you feel about that? I know we don't uh, know much about this. If you're not ready to launch, don't launch. Why like, say it? That's yeah. not even a Bitcoin app. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I got listen, we gave him his flowers plenty of times. We will continue to give him his flowers. Let's just call call me out on my bullshit. It's all action from here on out. It's the only way we can actively tell people are real. You have to see the action. If there's no action happening, it doesn't matter. It's all talk. It's all like, I don't know, a year ago, many, I, I don't think here on this podcast, where many were praising him as the Bitcoin God. Mm-hmm. Fam, it's not ready. It's not ready. I know you're excited to continue to orange pill the world. We're happy that you're fighting that fight for us because I can imagine your legal department having a nightmare of a scenario on their hands. Like, I imagine Strike's legal team getting lawsuits daily, getting contacted daily. Like, I get it. I appreciate it. I want to give you your flowers. Fan, this isn't a Bitcoin app. And if I was on the strike board or had any type of importance in strike, I would at least raise my hand and say, what's happening? What are we doing here? Why are we rolling this out if this is not? Is it because Argentina's legislation doesn't allow it? Okay, then we let the people know off the bat, we're going to roll this out for you to do this. What the fuck happened with honesty? I'm telling you, it's, it's, you know this for me personally. I'm such against this agenda, against this bullshit of like this high time preference, being able to just say shit, just to say shit, just to buy shit, just, just to be a consumer in America. I hate it. I hate it. It just shows no purity. It shows no, fam, why, call it something else. Call it something else and have your developers just shell it out as something else. Like, uh, strike light. Like, what? Beta strike. <laughs> that would just mean it's not ready. But like, yeah, like strike light or, or, or like strike foreign. Foreign yeah. strike. How does Binance yeah. do it? Yeah. Uh, there's Dot Binance US. and then Binance US, yeah. Bam. Yeah. Strike that South America. South, uh, SA. Yep. I, I, don't, I don't know where you can go with this as a company, but if the app, if people from, because Twitter's like universal basically, right? So like if, if, if people from South America are super excited to experience what El Salvador experienced, and you show up with this fucking bullshit, fam, we're yeah. going to have to get you the fuck out of here. Yeah. We're go- and it sounds, and this is just Coindesk. I mean, they got shit coins all over the top of their screen. I don't put no value in this. I don't know anything about what's happening there. But, like, 
the other day when Strike announced, you would think Twitter was taken over by like the gods, right? Like, mm-hmm. yo, Argentina again. Here we go. Bitcoin Magazine rolling their typical, you know, drop bullshit and and, 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 and like, you know, just pressy shit. And then I read something like this. This stuck out to me. Like, you know, you scroll by fast and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Strike is not a Bitcoin app? Like, or like technically a Bitcoin app? Like it just kind of like talks to Bitcoin, but doesn't. What's up with all the railways, man? What's up with like it being borderless and and you have to explain more to me. Yeah. Is it Argentina's legislation? Well, what happened with borderless money? Is it the Lightning Network's limitations there? Well, then how can we? I, I don't know. I, I'm I guess too stupid to even know why this would, how this would exist, and how you can fix it. I don't know any of that. Yeah. But then I don't want to read this article, man. I don't want to read this article when you can just wait. You can just be patient. European people are still waiting for strike. They're loud on Twitter too. Like, yeah, I've hey, hey, seen it. Yeah, you ever checking like the Jack Mauler's tweets? Yeah, when the EU or like what the mm-hmm. fuck is happening? So like, maybe Bitcoin could have been ready over there. You could have launched over there. You could have been bullish. Everybody would have been bullish. You would have onboarded. I mean, it, I, I talked to a few Europeans and I know of a few Euro- that it's oppression over there too. Mm-hmm. Maybe they need Bitcoin. Maybe they need Strike. Maybe they. I think Cash App is about to like just take over this whole shit before everybody's even ready. But I also think that Block and Cash App are limited, right? Is that, I, I don't think they're all over the I world. I mean, is it, a, is it a matter of resources? Of what? Like, Cash App know. has so much resources with Jack being involved. I think it's a mean? compliance thing, too, though. Like, yeah. I'm talking all this shit, and I'm a podcaster, so I get to ramble about shit. But, like, I mean, I, I think if you're a reporting company, a Block, a, uh, a you know, Strike, you have to report fairly. You have to. There's a lot of compliance shit going on. You can only deal in certain assets legally through the IRS with other countries under certain conditions. And sometimes you can't deal with them at all. Yeah. So, like, I'm talking shit. I'm, I'm, I freely admit that. That's why this is entertaining because I'm just talking shit. <laughs> um, but I, I, don't, I think if you put enough muscle and money behind it, you may get approved legislation. Yeah. I, I don't know what it costs. Uh, I don't think Cash App is available all over the world. So... You know, we could say that they're gonna eat Strike's cookies, but Strike seems to be expanding globally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I haven't heard of anything of Cash App or Block or whatever their plans to do so. But maybe Block doesn't care about that. Maybe yeah. Block is just like a, what do they call those companies that like um, uh, fuck shit up? Like the um, they just come not to like try to cash in, but just to like destroy shit and change narratives. Maybe that's what they're doing. They're just trying to capture the U.S. market, title, all this other music, culture, all these things. Um, but also just like uh, interrupt I think is what I was trying to say like mm. just drop mining devices and drop yeah. these things that are just going to change the market and now the, uh, uh, the the mining distribution company or whatever that had, thought they had it figured out now it has to pivot because Dorsey just dropped this like fucking crazy news that just changed the landscape um, but in defense to Jack Maulers to get off of this topic I would shit on Dorsey if this was like a block cash app news yeah it, it, the the names of the people are I like you like, said that. Yeah, it's irrelevant. It, it's irrelevant. It's it's the move that you're making or the moves that you're not making. So. Right, but clout is big in this world. It is. Right, so like <clears throat> you and I talking about this stuff or being focused on this stuff or me even noticing this article and picking it apart this morning because we could have came into this episode just literally like, Argentina, orange pill. Yeah. Right, so like that's what most people don't do. Right. So like I try to combat clout, not because I don't think people should have clout. I think it's cool. I just think that if you, just like other other types of manipulation, if you learn how to figure out clout, you can manipulate the masses to just say some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I can give you your flowers and also call you out on your bullshit. Absolutely. I believe that that should be the case. Absolutely. In, in a personal relationship, to a business relationship, to uh, uh, what you would call a goat relationship, like a, like a figure like him, fam, I can give you some flowers and then just say that was just stupid as fuck and still not be like adversarial against you. And I think, or at least the people, my algorithm on Bitcoin, but I'm not gonna say the people. My algorithm shows me that people just don't seem to understand that. People just want to fight about like who's better and who's not. It doesn't matter, man, because everybody's gonna get flowers and everybody's gonna get dead flowers. Uh, in this episode, in this situation, and all the shit we're bringing up, that's a fumble of the football. That's a dead flower for for Maulers. Uh, but then, you know, you go try to find a dead flower for Dorsey right now. You can't find one. Will there be one? I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, my man seemed to have positioned himself quietly. And I remember when that fucking girl came out in Bitcoin Miami last year and, like, stopped him from, like, saying shit. And, like, how calm he was. And, like, I'm working on some stuff. I got you. And, like, everybody was like, well, let's see. And then my man was working on some shit. My man was like, but how calmly he knew that. Like, I'm, like, two years ahead of you, lady. Like, I got you. I understand. Like, that's a that's a well-calculated person. I hope Strike allows Bitcoin in Argentina. If you want to talk about railways and Jack Maulers is the railways master king, 
and it does make sense. It's true. Railways do work. That's what the internet's about. This shouldn't be an article. I should be able to send them whatever the fuck I want, and they should be able to hold whatever the fuck I want. And this is just a normal podcaster talking. I don't know if there's any legislation that stops the Argentinian people from holding Bitcoin. But I, to my simple pleb brain, I would say, no, because that's why we can hold this borderless. So I, I don't know. Immediately turns it to USDT. Yeah, let's hope that's a kink and uh, that they figure out custody ASAP. So that's the whole purpose of Bitcoin. That's the whole point. And uh, and I don't know what Argentina's pupusa story lady is. Like you right, need to right. have like this one story that like sparks a nation. In mm-hmm. Argentina, this thing happened. Like mm-hmm. like you at outside door was the pupusa lady. Like everybody was just in love with that story. Yeah. What's the uh, Argentina's? What's the Brazil story? Uh, Brazil working on like allowing people to take ten percent less in taxes if they pay in Bitcoin. Yeah, man. Same thing. Nation I states. still wouldn't give you my sats. Yeah, but that's same thing. Yeah. Listen, as long as you give me, and this is a personal, <clears throat> not funny. As long as you give me green, dirty shit to throw around, I'm not giving you the go, man. <laughs> yeah. So like, as long as cash is accessible, you're not. I'll pay the extra ten percent. You're gonna get this nasty, fucking dirty money, whatever the fuck it is. Uh. So yeah, but orange pulling slowly. Uh, Latin America, I guess, is a push. This is not a push, though. This is not a baked app. Call this strike light. Call this some other shit. And be honest with the people in your marketing. Um, for anybody like me who didn't stop and see this article, I know marketers don't call themselves liars, and sometimes they're not. This is a lie. You came out and told people, as they quoted here, that Bitcoin would change their you know, their whole landscape, being able to uh, custody it. To be fair, I'm not going to take the word of Nicola and Adam, because I don't know who the fuck Nicola Adam is. But this is just a bad article to have. Like, I don't remember this happened with El Salvador. I don't remember anybody coming out. I, I, actually, a few people were saying that the wallets were trash. Mm-hmm. But, they were, but that's just Bitcoin problems. Like, I still transfer money sometimes and get stuck. Um, so, but this is different. This is false advertisement borderline. Like, you told well, me something. How many days does he have to fix the problem? It should have never came out. Agreed. Yeah, I think it's too late already. Um, but yeah, updates are always cool. And, you know, once again, legislation, I don't know shit about that stuff. I don't know if there's a reason for this. I don't know. And, and you said a little while, give Jack the Maulers the benefit of the doubt, like, and his team. Because I always say Jack Maulers, but there's a legal team. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of people. But, like, give them the benefit of the doubt that they tried to give them the same app that everybody else gets. Yeah. And maybe this is just the best that they can get. But the inexcusable part here and the big but here is, is what you announced is not what they got. Right. And I don't care what legislation was. You knew ahead of time that it was. That's like Microsoft selling you an Xbox that says it plays this and you get it and it doesn't play that. Right. What? Then you're not ready. Or yeah. you lied. Or or, or the, they could have just said, hey, we're working on Argentina. Yeah, a soft launch. Yeah. Like, hey, we're, we're, we're planning a soft launch yeah. a month from now. Yeah, exactly. Or just don't announce it. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think there's any rush for them to announce it. No. Matter of fact, I think the moon guys, I know guys, I I think I've been wrong. (laughs) I'm going to live with Mun, but people have told me it's moon. I'm still confused. I'm going to live with Mun. But moon wallet, I think they're South American. I think they're, yeah, I think, yeah, either Latin America or South. So, like, I don't think Bitcoin is a secret down there. And if you saw Dergigi's latest, well, a a podcast he was a part of, I don't think it was his, uh, Mm -hmm. a part of or whatever, he, um, they, they talked to one of the mining companies in South America. So, like, I don't even think Strike needed to rush. Like there was no rush. Like there was already an infrastructure that they could have just like waited, got it fully baked, and then just said, "Here you go, mm-hmm. use it." Uh, so this is a strike. I don't even want to spend the whole episode on this, but like I, I was baffled by this, yeah. and I, I had to call a spade a spade a spade. Um, athletes, I'm not gonna spend too much time on this. We get it. Game theory. Yeah, I agree with Tyler a few episodes ago saying yeah. you know athletes more than anybody else. Uh, Okung has told us this. Value their time. I agree with that a thousand percent. Uh, Antonio Brown <laughs> uh, <laughs> So you gotta like You know that CTSD Whatever crap Is real These dudes are getting Slammed Yeah these dudes are getting like Car accident type impacts Blown to their head Let them save in hard money <laughs> yeah. Give them that Like so yeah I, Not so much basketball players I, Although they take a beating On the legs In the bottom half And they're like handicapped By the time they get to So like Clay Andre Godala Seemed like a Cash app culture Hey Yeah Um one day I'm going to turn down Cash App for an advertisement for this app. And I'm going to feel bad because I really enjoy Cash App. But the whole point of this is value for value. But anyways, that's a whole different tangent. Just wanted to bring that up. Because I think they're going to absorb the culture. And we've yeah. talked about this off the mic, on the mic slightly. Like, I think we bring the culture to Bitcoin. I think that's what makes talking a bit very specific than anything else that's out there. So if they're smart, they would reach out to the culture. Hey, you guys got the thing that's popping. Um, 
you guys are gonna get turned down. But let's let <laughs> let's let that bridge come when it comes out. Uh, uh, yeah, athletes jumping on Clay Andre. I think there was another one that I missed. Did you hear about another one? Uh, I, I think there was a few. This one was one of the uh, <clears throat> tennis players, I believe. I think I saw that Asian girl on Serena level. Yep, like yep, that. yep. I think she's getting a bag as well. Uh, but you know, athletes are understanding. Yeah, it's to me, it's normal. Like yeah. uh, publicly and privately, yeah. athletes are saving in Bitcoin. Um, you know, some of them are making partnerships with Cash App, and others are just stacking that forty k dip. I agree. You know what I mean? Um, so like Okung would say, you know, in the future, we don't care about sports scores and standings. We care about you know Sundays when everyone gets paid. Yeah, and they're all DCAing. You know what I mean? Love it. Um, that's a good point. It's coming, man. So, yeah, I, I think that's a good point. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I think that athletes know better. Um, they're always looking for investments, and it's not just Bitcoin. But yeah, I think most of them are stumbling on Bitcoin. And you're right. I like how you said that. You know, some of them are publicly okay. cash app deals, and some of them are just like, hey, man, I'm buying it. Um, I like to think of C.J. Wilson. I know he's one of the uh, outspoken Bitcoin maxis now. Um, but he didn't cut no partnership deals with anybody. He's mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, a baseball player that had a fantastic career that realized towards the end of the career that he wasn't able to get the ball off as fast as he used to get it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Uh, but yeah, the cash app ones are, you know, an example. Of, like, I kind of think they're sleazy. I've got, I actually got paid by Meg the Stallion a few times, well, one time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I get it. And, and it's a way to get the culture involved or whatever. Um, I, I'd rather just have a talk with Clay and, 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 and Andre or hear them talk about it. Maybe I'm not. Yeah. Maybe I'm not qualified to be yeah. in y'all presence, <laughs> uh, but like yeah, like if they had a, a podcast like where they were on, where they were talking about like Bitcoin, what it means to them, I think I'm more interested in that than seeing you know Bitcoin Magazine or seeing a trailer from Cash App that says, "Hey, they're shooting ball in, the, in their backyard, mm-hmm. and they just bought Bitcoin and they're gonna hand it out." But I get it. I know what yeah. that is. Right, right, right. It is part of it. What about uh, Meek Mill saying? I, I believe he said for his next album, you'll need an Ethereum address. Yeah, I've never been a Meek Mill fan. So to me, is yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Sure, NFTs like, are going to be things. I don't think we're <clears> done with NFTs, bro. I think. Oh no, no, no! Like it's, the it's title right. streaming stats thing. There's an NFT version of that coming, where like the album release and the. So I'm, I, listen, I don't listen to the majority of music. I, I, I don't. You know, if you talk about turnings and you talk about seasons, like. Hmm. It's not for us anymore, dude. None of this stuff is for us. None of this stuff is designed for us. I was talking to a buddy the other day. So I bought the kids an Xbox S. Mm-hmm. We don't play much. Uh, they do other things. I don't really play much as often anymore. But, um, you know, they've been doing great. They've been doing fantastic. Personal life has been great. So I told them, hey, you know, I'll buy you guys a console and let's rock out, you know. So I bring the thing home and, you know, they play. It's fantastic. I'm mind blown. Like, I haven't played. Like, I had the old Xbox, the Xbox One. I'm like, oh, they finally lived up to the promise of, like, the speed and the load times and all this. This is fucking fantastic or whatever. And then I get on a game with my buddy and, you know, obviously. Online. Yeah, and you get destroyed. And you get destroyed. And then we start to like kind of like, not like in the Malaysian fuck this way, but like in a conversation with like, right, let's reverse engineer this. What's going on? These games are no longer designed for us. These games are no longer for not for like physically our reflexes, but like for our fun factor, for like our capturing our imagination. Um, it was just kind of like an old feeling, dude. Like I was like, fam, like these games, like. Uh, Who were you I, playing? Uh, huh? Who were you playing? I was playing Gears of War. Okay. Right. So, like, if anybody who knows Gears of War, it, it used to be, and this is when I was younger and when I got into it, a um, cat and mouse game. Mm-hmm. Strategy. Five versus five. There's blocks. There's corners. I got a machine gun. You got a machine gun. You may have a shotgun. I cover cat and mouse, right? It's now Call of Duty. It's now, like, fam, I'm running at <laughs> you. I got my shotgun, and you can, like, layer me up with this machine gun, but I'm still going to get close enough to, like, roll at you and then just destroy you. And then do that to the guy behind you. And then the, <laughs> and I'm just like... And then I started to think about it, and it's like, you think about the Fortnites, you think about, like, the Roblox and all that. It's like, that's the stimulation they get. Like, they need that constant, like, uh, I guess in, in, what in Halo used to be a kill spree, right? When you used to hear the announcer say, kill spree, it was like, oh, shit. Like, these kids get that, like, gratification, and now the games have to be geared for that. If these companies are to succeed, of course. Like, you can mm-hmm. still make the old school gears and Jose will buy it, but the segment of Jose's that still play video games are very, very small, probably, compared to, like, the huge segment of fast action dopamine rush guys. Yeah. Um, so like, <laughs> this is gonna be fun. and this is fun. I'm not saying this is a diss at all. So we ended up playing PGA golf, and that shit was fun as hell. <laughs> I played, bro. I played 2K with friends, and like, yo, I'll be at my boy's crib in 2K, and we're just shooting around in his gym. And then from there, we that's can fine. go. We can go to this main building, and that's where they run the tournaments. 
Yeah, my that's boy, And my boy showed me a, a replay. He basically hit a buzzer beater in a five-on-five. Five. But that's local, right? Meaning that, like, if you were to go public, it gets back to, like, the young spazzy kids. Like, it's the, like you can play 2K with your boys, and it's, like, a local environment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. And yeah. then you go play, like, online 2K. And it's like, what is oh, this? Oh, bro. So, yeah, it's crazy. There are dudes who are... <laughs> So in in those tournaments, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before, but basically, um, you'll hear like a loud helicopter sound, and a legend comes down, and like you can't take the ball from them. They dunk on you all the Explain time. Explain the legend, like a legend real like, player, like, like Larry Bird, no, or no, like no. just made up. It'll be like I have a creative player, but he's legendary Status. with his attributes, right? right. So like you Hit can't the steal in. the ball from me. I'm gonna cross you up. I hit most of my shots, and like you can't stop them. It's it's the same deal where like arcade. Yeah, it's like kind of arcade, and then you're de- you're still dealing with like light delay and lag yeah. when you're playing online. Um, Interesting, because so the gears to like sped up arcadey, that going arcadey. I don't know if you've played. Um, have you played Madden lately? Nah. Yeah, Is it the, arcade? At the very beginning, they gave me an option to run simulation Madden, typical old, and yeah. arcade Madden. I've seen that before. I was like, what? Yeah. What's the difference? Like, I play Madden. Like, yeah, so I, I guess we play simulation Madden, which is why we like it because it's football. And the arcade one is like this, like fast, sped up version of football, where you could just like NFL Blitz. <laughs> yeah, I used to love NFL Blitz. That's my bag. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. So, yeah, it's just not for us, dude. I think we're just getting pushed out, uh, and, and it's going across the board, and it's like different pushing. So, like, I was actually talking about this earlier. So, and, uh, we're pushing the new system out with podcasting and stuff like that because you know the the boomers and the older generation are in, in their winter time, and we're pushing that out to get our fall time in, right? So, so the the that's happening everywhere. That's happening in video gaming. That's happening. So they, we feel like our parents. Is my point. It's yeah. like this whole like, oh, they don't understand, and it's like you're just getting the fuck out of here, and they're rebuilding everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel old sometimes. I mean, I love my work? kids, but yeah, man, just it was humbling. Like I, oh, by the way, now like once again, the promise that they were telling us a while ago, like now I have that Xbox. Well, I've had the Xbox Ultimate for a while mm-hmm. because of my stepson or whatever. Uh, but now, like, I was able actually to see it on the new console. And it's like, yeah, they got, like, Netflix gaming, dude. Like, it's 150 titles, and they're cloud-based. So it's, like, no more installing. Like, you're just like, oh, fam, fam, eh? And you're playing a family game. Yeah. I was mind blown. Because they promised us that a while ago. Yeah. No seamless loading. No. Uh, and yeah, and Madden load times are just, like, I remember Madden used to sit in for, like, 40 seconds, maybe, like, in between the game from, like, you know. And now it's instantaneously. Like, you hit it, boom, it loads up one screen, and then you're already in the game field. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so it's super impressive, but I can't keep up with the young cats. Um, it's not for me anymore. I- I'm done there. Um, I'm still on that Call of Duty. I haven't played it, but I figure yeah. it's back to my example. I think it's the death of everything. I think everything now wants to be like Call of Duty. It wants to be fast. And, wants yeah. to- and I make that argument for Call of Duty because I- when I was playing the first Modern Warfare 4, I think it was a lot more tactical. You were able to get prone. You were able to, like, clip dudes. I haven't played in a while, but you can't do that. Not a, I'll be on top of a mountain, like ready to snipe a dude, and like you can barely, I'm barely looking through the ledge, and like <laughs> boom, headshot, like nothing. So, yeah. I, and I, listen, I give a skillful player his credit. Like yeah. it's still skillful to be able to kill somebody on the mountain from like, but like it's also a lot of bullshit. It's also like they understand the game better than you, or they understand the loophole better than you. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I prefer. Especially with my shooter, the like the cat and mouse game. Like I'm an old school dude. I'm tactical, right? Like I want to mm-hmm. be creeping. I don't want to be the dude out there taking shots for everybody. But COD has kind of sped the world up in that fashion, and I, I think it's it's ruined it. And the collectible game, like, oh man, this is using gears as an example. Like back then, you picked one of five, maybe six characters. Like mm-hmm. man, now you could pick twenty, twenty-seven. Yeah. You could pick skins for that character. You could pick skins for the guns, gun. You can pick skins for the. That's where the NFTs come in. I got I got the supreme sweater in the game, and I paid X amount for it. Can we talk about the metaverse real quick, dude? <laughs> yeah. All right, I didn't have that on the topic list, but yeah. like, video games, of course. That's why I want to talk about it. Like, yeah. I saw a dude post the other day that he was courtside at a basketball game. I've been telling you about that, bro. I, that's scary. If dude. we both have, like, if you both have the Oculus, we both put it on. And I'll see you at the game, I believe. I th- or I'll see your avatar. Where, like when I look to the left, like we're sitting next to each other. And we're both courtside in the middle watching LeBron play. Feel me? What does that do for life? <clears throat> I think it gives it a really unique point of view. I don't know if I would be like a season ticket holder like that, but I think that'd be fun here and there. What about Wally? Who? Wally. Who's that? You ever seen the movie Wally? No. Nah. Little robot Pixar movie? Uh, uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, it basically predicted the distra- this destruction of the hu- of the Earth planet by blobs of humans, shitty, you know, consuming humans. So Wally is like a machine that's built to clean up the Earth because yeah. the humans have like filled it with trash. Happening. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then eventually he gets to get to the vessel to space. Yeah. Right? Um, and then you get to see what humans have been up to. And humans are just like big ass 400 pound blobs like sitting in these yep. like floating machines. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And they're like hitting grape soda and then like it just pops up. It's an IV. Like, so <laughs> yeah, so to me it's like, okay, I do get the the point of like, yo, Ben's not feeling well. Maybe Ben could come through the game anyways though and be kicking it with me and we could watch LeBron play or tonight's game. Like maybe we could watch Mac Jones do his thing in the front row without facing zero degree weather. Fantastic. Good use case. Maybe I'm old. Isn't it much cooler if Ben just comes over to my crib and we get some grub and we get some beers yeah. and just watch Mac Jones play on the TV? Yeah. So I'm missing the meta attraction, man. Like it's cool, but it's not fun. How's that fun? It takes away human aspect. And you know I'm an introvert. So for me, you would be like, yo, meta's your bag. I think it's deadly. I think while you're sitting there watching the game, life is passing you by. I really do. And when you go to the game, you're in the moment. Life is not passing you by. You're in life. You're experiencing life. You're talking to people. Fucking homegirl in the back right here spilled the popcorn on you. You have to talk to her real quick and you get into these type of real life situations. You can meet your life's partner right behind you. How can you do that in the metaverse? But maybe I'm being too picky. Yeah. Maybe it's not for that. Maybe it's just, hey man, I couldn't make it on Thursday, nigga. So I showed up at the game. Mm. Got that. But as you know, when you give us a little bit of comfort, we take it too fucking far. I'm a little bit scared of that, man. But I wanted to bring that up. Is that the only thing you've seen, the coolest case example? Because I've heard yeah. of, like, the Snoop Lands. I've heard of, like, being able to watch YouTube. To me, that's one of the coolest things. But Get, I was Getting like, to be able to, like, be at a live, game, be, being at a live event. Imagine watching, is like... Is it live? That's another it, question. I think it's live, bro. No, no, but is it live? Like, by definition, you're not feeling the crowd. You're not... Is it live? Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Right? I thought you meant, like, live in, as in, like, time. Right, because um, it, even in, in broadcast, it's a 30-second delay. yeah, yeah. So it's not think, really like I think it I think it would be similar to whatever you would see on TV. It's just a closer TV. Yeah. Right? That's my point I'm but trying to make. Imagine like, being able to do that like for the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, see when it, you know, get in another ring, bro. Yeah, but like and, and I'm old. Fuck like it. yo, we, we but did, like peep, we did South Beach last year. Okay. Um for the game. We were like we were around like 100 people. Right. So that's uh, an exactly there, my point. There was like energy and it was cool. But would I want to do that? I don't know. With VR, like in person next to someone, do you still feel energy plus the crowd in your ears? That's what you I know? want to know. That's my thing because seeing is one thing, but feeling is a different thing. Like I don't know, man. That's exactly my experience. If I go <clears> to the Super Bowl, damn it, I want I want to travel to it. Mm-hmm. I want to get up with my people. I want to see the after party. I want like it's an experience. You're not paying all that money to see Tom Brady throw a freaking ball. You're paying for the whole experience of what the Super Bowl means and everything that happens around it. Can you get that experience? No. And I don't think it's worth it at that point. But yeah. they're slowly uh, trickling information to people to make them say that this is cool. You can sit courtside. Fair, but let's open the discussion further and let's talk about why that might not be the best thing. Now, hey, man, like, you know, I the, instead of playing video games, if the Celtics are on and I want to pop this visor in my head and kind of be at the game because I had a long day at work and I just want to chill, that makes sense. But the brain is stupid in the sense that it just cares about the dopamine rush versus not. So, like, if you just keep telling the brain that that's what you want to do, well, guess what fucking happens, man? You start, like, staying here forever. It's fun. It's a dope. It's it's addiction. I mean, it is. yeah. We're, I don't know, man. I'm old, man. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I'm about to, like, peek into, like, the later stages into my <laughs> life. And I'm only 35, by the way. But, like, you can tell that that's kind of like that. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you get that midlife. Uh, I mean, just just you think about, all right, what if, what if the metaverse actually sucks in, you know, one third of all people? to be stuck in their room in a pod connected with an Oculus. Yeah. And their health is yeah. declining. Like, what happens to society at that point? That's what I mean. Because that, like, listen, if if uh, the uh, the powers that be or the, the new world, all these different ways you could explain them are already, like, subliminally doing shit while you're awake, what the fuck do you think they're going to be doing when you're a zombie, like, doing that thing all day? Hey, man, I, I maybe I'm older, right? Maybe a, a, a 20-year-old can come on the show and combat that 1,000%. And, and I'm I mean you have the power To come off at any time But that, Come on man Look come at people on, in man. their phones Yeah Yeah come on man That's not that. It's just not 
people battle multiple addictions in their life. And when you like say you beat food addiction, you're still going to have the cell phone addiction. You're still going to have. So like you're just tossing another one in there. And this is fossil talk because I know uh, we've been, you know, VR has been a thing for a while now. Mm. Google's been trying. So like we're going there. Um, uh, if you if you look at like the cypherpunk universe um, and all the stories told in there, they're usually about like modular eyeballs. You're able to like go to like an eyeball store and say, I was talking to my dad about this. It was his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, dad. Um, you know, we were talking about like visions and like how they were explaining to him that now there's a trifocal. So now you have like this covered, this covered, in like the middle of our covered. So I was like, if, so I, I was like, man, I can't wait till the day where I could just walk into like an eye doctor and say, fam, give me the new eyeballs. Give me those fresh, like, right? And just be able, because if, if you really think about it, just like computers, like the brain is all sensory, right? It's all like circuitry. It's all signals that get passed. So if we could just find a way to like traverse that signal on a new eyeball, then feasibly we could just pull out an eyeball and put a new one in. Um, and like, when do we get to that to fix eyeballs and stuff like that and become modular human? Um, that's kind of ranting, but 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 in the future, you just adjust your VR headset, but that's and it what I becomes mean. perfect. Like the, the eyeball example is still a physical, real world <laughs> example. The yeah. freaking visor thing <clears throat> is just nuts. I've seen yeah. Ready Player One. I know you said you didn't see it. Yeah, and it is a Spielberg movie, and it is supposed to be more like um, like for teenagers and stuff. Like, so it's mm-hmm. not like digging into the dystopia. Uh, right. But you know, if you were to like dig into movies and find like underlining, you could tell Spielberg was actually trying to show like how this is cool. But like the underlining theme of like, fam, mm-hmm. do you see that these dudes are living in these like rutted like little boxes? Society is destroyed. It's one of those movies where it's like, you know, you're visually entertained with what's going on and the the idea of putting on some goggles and like he does some crazy stuff in the movie, so it's like crazy and um that's all fantastic. But the underlining theme is like society's fucked. And then I don't know when that movie came out, but you know, maybe a decade later here we are, putting mm-hmm. visors on and I don't know, crazy. I like the benefit of it. Um, I've seen some cool uh, use cases where I was like, that looks cool. But I yeah. thought the same thing about like PlayStation VR and stuff and never bought it. Yeah. Because it looks cool, but to what level do I want to be immersed? I don't yeah. think I want to be I've immersed. done uh, virtual zombies before at like a, at an Apex. That's interesting. I've heard of that. How's yeah, that? It's fun, bro. It's, yo, you, you so the, <laughs> the course that you're in, there's a, there's an elevator. Uh, it's like a, almost like an old warehouse, like an exterior and then a second floor. And like you're walking on a plank and there's holes in it. So you have to like step over and like you it makes you literally like lift your leg up. You know <laughs> what I mean? And then the, the once you get on the elevator, you come up and basically it opens up on the back way and the zombies are like right there and they're in your face. You know what I mean? Like I wonder how many people stroke out on that. Uh, there has to be some, man. Yeah, because uh, that's crazy. But, bro, I'll, I'll take that in a, a tournament for some Bitcoin. Um, I'll take, you know, some NBA 2K for some Bitcoin. So you're going to cop some Meta? You're going to cop the Meta? Uh, eventually, I, I think that's where video games will be, you know? I know. So. Yeah, the next Xbox will probably just be a visor <clears throat> that just streams stuff to you. I don't know, man. It's weird, bro. I'm going to stay old, man. Yeah. I, I have no choice because you know what happens when you try to be young. If, yeah. If they cancel you. <laughs> so let's get out of here. Um, we have one. I don't You could talk about it if you want. This is the last topic we got. Um, yeah. but the dinosaurs also seem to be interested in uh So here's something in interesting about that. Uh, we're talking about Bill Miller. He said he what? He holds 50% of his wealth in Bitcoin and he's a billionaire. Um, and so someone had said people like him will say that when Bitcoin is at its lowest so he can get his friends to buy Bitcoin and kind of cement that 40K. And, you know, from here it's up only. Interesting, yeah. And I was like, that's pretty interesting. Like, yeah, and I think it works. I think it works. I think um, I, 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 that's a good example. I always think about it with like Michael Saylor announcements and like, like Jack Mahler announcements. I always mm-hmm. think they're time to do that to kind of like manipulate the price. and Yeah. Manipulate's the wrong word because we know that this is a free market, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. f- FOMO. Oh, shit. You know, out the fucking Argentina's online. Let's fucking go buy some sets now. And so, yeah, that's a good call. Maybe that's, he says, um, Bitcoin has gone, and this is Bill Miller. Bitcoin has gone the obvious. From zero to. I hate when like dinosaurs state the obvious, and, mm. and Jose and Ben have been ranting the obvious uh, forever, but like they get a whole Bitcoin magazine article about it. Like, fam, like, anyways, uh, it's gone from zero to 57,000. Surprise. Uh, in 10 years, uh, why I own, why would I own gold? Yeah. When golden's gone from like zero to 1800. The dirty shit about it is I bet you he owns gold. Oh, yeah. That's the yeah. irony in this situation. Why would you owe gold? I don't, you tell me, good sir. S- since you're here posing for this damn ad. Uh, the other person was uh, Bill Gross. No gotcha. idea. Let me see what he said. I have no idea on that dude. Uh, legendary bond investor, Bill Gross. I like Bitcoin. Me too. 
let the millennials buy the metaverse and NFTs. Basically saying, we're going to steal all this wealth from y'all because we got money and y'all don't. That's what I got from that at least. Um, but yeah, that, he's kind of right because they're going to buy it anyways because it's their shit. That's right. not our shit. Um, but I'm not Bill Gross, so I still kind of disagree because I guess I'm in the middle. I'm not an old dude and I'm not a young dude, I guess. Yeah. But uh, fam, everybody should have Bitcoin, even the, the millennials. Everybody should have Bitcoin. And when you got all the money in the world to buy it and you're telling people to go buy some other shit, go fuck yourself. Um, I don't know any of these bo- these older investor guys. I'm always still baffled when full articles get written on, this guy said, so? Right. So? I mean... It's- it's tr- it's analytics for them. For who? For Bitcoin Magazine. Okay, yeah, like they have to do it to stay relevant. I got it. Yeah. Hey, man. So, I, I, that's cool. I, I, There's just so much cool shit going on in like the pleb communities and Bitcoin itself, developers. So, that like when I see articles like this, is like, excuse me for calling you out on your reach. Yeah. Like, why is this important to anything? But then I forget. There's big dogs in Bitcoin that are not me. Right? There's right. financial dude gurus who have their whole stake in it and they like to hear this stuff. It makes them more bullish. I got it. But damn it, if I can't open my mouth and say so, I think we lost it. I think yeah. it doesn't matter at that point. Like it's their game at that point. If the normal guy can't say, Irrelevant. I don't give a fuck about you. Right. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna buy my little twenty dollars, I'm gonna buy whatever it is I got, and I don't give a fuck about who this guy is or who that other guy is. But since I noticed the trend of dinosaurs coming across my feed, I was like, Hey, let's talk about this briefly. Um, cool. Don't take all the wealth just to die and give it to the other shitty person that learned from you. Like, yeah, come on, plebs, let's stack because guys like this are going to take over this stuff or whatever. Um, last one, this one's actually pretty important. I don't know how far I'll get. You can probably uh, shine more light on this one, but um, uh, Re- Representative Tom Emmer, don't know who he is. I, I didn't do much in I'm not a big politic guy. But anyways... He introduced a bill prohibiting the Fed from issuing a central bank digital currency directly to individuals. Uh, and he actually goes on a long thread, which I actually link here for the show notes. Uh, we will finish closely up with that. I think it's big. I think it's, I don't know how far I go. I'm not versed in that. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, anyone who's stepping up and saying no to CBDCs yeah. is, I think that's a step in the way of, you know, liberty um, rather than that thing being forced on everyone. Um, are we going to get there in the next 10 years? I don't know. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I'd assume there'd be more of a fight um, to try and block those things. But yeah, uh, promising talk. Uh, I, I appreciate this. Uh, Loomis, right? There's a lot of people that are doing good things. Um, I mean, I think as long as it's a popularity contest, politics, and I'm the last guy to talk about this. I'm not good at any of this stuff, nor do I care about any of this stuff. Um, I think if it's a voting game, meaning that the popular one wins. Yeah. I can say whatever the fuck I want. So, like, yeah, I, action is everything. Um, this is cool, though, but I agree with you because not many people are talking about this besides us conspiracy theorists or people um, for a representative come and actually draft. There's a picture here of actually draft some legislation on it. Ah, really cool. Um, but all of you guys are just playing a popularity game where nobody gets eliminated. That's the funny part about it. Politicians stay forever. Um, they don't. So, yeah, that's the same way I feel about politicians saying they get paid in Bitcoin. So, yeah, you like you. You're going to say the best thing to get there, and history has shown us that you can never follow through for whatever reason. I don't know the technical reasons. You can never follow through. So good luck, Tom. Good luck, Cynthia Loomis. Good luck, everybody. I know that those battles need to happen even if I'm, like, ignorant to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just a normal guy saying so. Um, these are big battles that do need to happen, especially if we plan on, like, um, you know, Dorsey's mining company, all these like that's actually, exactly what's going on in my mind. Mining, yeah, like, it, that's the Texas discussion right now. Yeah, normalizing things and stuff like that. So I, I, I don't want to, you know, I, I owe the listeners to the show much more value than to say this doesn't matter. This is absolutely important. Um, I just don't know how far it gets. Yeah, I mean, the government's gonna do whatever they want. Um, if most of the uh, big corners where people listening to this show think presidential elections are getting rigged, then what the fuck do you think is gonna happen to this thing? I mean, it, it, if they want to roll out a central bank digital currency. We need to be able to say uh, we weren't betting on you guys not doing that. We, right. we got Bitcoin. We've had it this whole time. So maybe this energy is being wasted. Maybe they're going to do that anyways. And he should be focusing his energy on how we say, no, Bitcoin's the standard. Bitcoin's the way. Um, I'm not good in politics. I know that. I know there's advocates for us and they're starting to show up more and more. But I, I've seen the charlatans too. I've seen the guys say, come Absolutely. to my state because I got Bitcoin now and I use that magical B word to, yeah. uh, to change certain things and, and make narratives. So 
Good luck. That's all I can say, man. Uh, got anything else for the listeners? That's all, bro. That's a long list of stuff we went through here. Episode 49. As always, guys, check us out on YouTube with this glorious 4K content. Um, it's very entertaining to watch. And just, you know, you can see stuff that's like sloppy quality. Like most of the Bitcoin content I see on the space now, it pops up on my YouTube. But like after five minutes of watching it, it's like, I don't know if like your eyes get tired, but it's like, this looks really bad. And it sounds really bad. So that stuff I'd rather just listen to. Um, I don't know if you other creatives know that. But yeah, your YouTube content is worthless if it's not looking like this is. Safe to say. So check us out on YouTube. Give us a comment if you agree. If you think we need to step up our quality, that's the guy. Yeah. Give him the quality. <laughs> Give us the, the comments we need, the feedback we need. But hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. Um, if you listen to us, which is my preferred method of taking this stuff in while working out, while doing whatever, uh, check us out on all podcast platforms. Absolutely free with no ads. But the beauty of that is, is that you can go upgrade your podcast game up, check out Fountain App, check out Breeze, stream us some sats, um, and, and show us the value that we need to keep the lights on, to keep giving you this information. Either way, favorite app, subscribe, comment. That's the flow of things. That's how you get this to more of the people so we can become a tribe and become uh, bigger, badder. Uh, somebody told me this. Bigger and badasser. Yeah. So we can become bigger and badasser, guys. I like that. Yeah. So episode 49 is in the books. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Appreciate See you. See you, bro. See you later, guys. opinions expressed by Jose and Ben or any of the guests on this show are solely their opinion and their opinion alone. Their opinions do not reflect the opinions of any other sponsors or other parties involved in the recording of this show. Do not treat any opinion expressed by Jose and Ben as a specific endorsement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Their expressions of their opinion on this show is purely for informational purposes.